The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Eat Sleep List. You're on for list making right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and today we are – I'm joined by my man, Dan Torres. Hello, sir. Hello. Long time no see. Long time no see. I know. <laughs> I feel like we've been seeing a lot of each other lately, but you know what? With how fun this podcast is, it just makes my weekends better getting oh, double episodes with you, man. So much better, my man. So, so much better. better. We are recording in uh, Niagara Falls at our good friend Rich Morano's uh, business, his podcast studio, uh, Emerge. Uh, studios uh, right here on Military Road. I don't have the address right in front of me. I 2475. 2475. Military Road. Military Road. Emerge Media Creators Co-op. Uh, we are excited to be here. Rich, thank you so much for hosting us. Well, thank you and for kind of coming out and doing it here. Of course. I've been wanting to get in touch with you to do an episode. I know you're a you're – a, 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 you listen to it. You're always – you know, mention stuff about it to me. Uh, so I'm actually – you texted me the other day. You're like, hey, how are you? I'm like, good. I'm like, it's really weird because this morning I was just thinking about doing a Eat Sleep List episode with you. Um, and I was like, yeah. Like, and it just worked out great. And it's just not, for me, it's another opportunity to record here. So I, I Yeah, I mean, I, you've been here as a guest a couple times, but I don't think we've actually produced anything that was like your show. No, sir. No, so. not yet. Not yet. It's Dan's first time here? Yeah, it's my first time out here. It's an absolutely gorgeous space. I uh, I feel like every podcaster, this should be kind of their goal to get a space like this. 100%. And, and something with this legit of a setup. So, they, uh, yeah, thank you for having us out here today. It's Can cool that we my... kind of get to go on the road with this a little, I, a bit. little Can bit. Can I get yeah. my 22nd? Dog and Pony show. That yeah, I did. yeah. So yeah. what Emerge is, it emerged me to Creators Co-op. I'm a retired teacher from Niagara Falls School District, 30 years. I started doing video literally with VHS camcorders in like 1982. Um, when I started teaching, I kind of got away from it. But then I was lucky enough to actually run the cable access channel and do a bunch of video production work. And when I knew I was getting close to retirement, I decided I needed something to do. I started doing some installation work. But then I was so into podcasting, thanks to Matt. I mean, literally, I did my first podcast. I was a guest on Eat, Sleep, and List. So this will always be my favorite podcast because (laughs) um, you got me out of the house during during COVID, right after my dad died. And we talked about the best sci-fi ships. And it was just so much fun. And it motivated me. My son got into it. So we started doing Next of Kin. Uh, which is our podcast at your place out there in North Tonawanda, which is so much fun to be at. And then I uh, just realized I needed my own place for um, – but I really wanted to have a place that's not just for me where folks can come in and, and, and I want to support young creators. So that's 
what Emerge is. You know, Media Creators Co-op for Young Creators. And so we're doing all kinds of crazy stuff now. And so check out MoranoMedia.com. And, you know, um, I mean, being blessed to be able to be part of the, your network and, and showing me how to do all of this, it's just we're lucky to be doing as well as we are so early on. No, so. it's it's tremendous. And the sky's the limit. I'm, I'm su- super weird to say it, but... Uh, I'm like proud of you <laughs> for how far you know how far you've come along in your in your podcast journey. As weird as it sounds, you know you're a huge mentor to, to me. Uh, always have been for. Oh, well, thank you. I've known you since the tenth grade. Your 10th grade, not mine. My 10th grade. Yes, my 10th grade. So, <laughs> fair. Good. But, I mean, I, I, you, I forget you guys called me like the grandfather or the grandpa of something. You guys had a funny joke about it. Oh, like I think on my birthday you posted like the grandpa of podcasts yeah. or like I'm like and I am I'm like definitely like old enough to be some of these people's maybe not grandfather but like great uncle and um <laughs> but it's fun because everybody is super cool to me and and I've learned so much just listening and and doing the production work for people's pod I'm not saying they've been perfect but everybody that works with me is like making me better each time I do one so yeah. even the channel every time I bring somebody in and like oh can how can we do a zoom call better and how can we do close-ups and so it just forces me out. It forces me to keep trying to make this place better, not for me necessarily, but for everybody else. Because I do feel, and this, I learned this from you, Matt, is that if we all kind of grow together, we're all going to be successful because we're all helping each other out. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of cool. No, yeah. it's it's super important. So yeah, this. I mean, this place, this studio, is just awesome. Again, I love coming here, and you built it from the ground up. Um, this is Thanks. All Shout yours. out to my son Christian. Yeah, because, I was say Christian as well. You know, yeah. and obviously my whole family. You know, because it's uh, Morano Media is a family-owned business. But um, Christian's been kind of my right hand. You know, he's he's like the I'm Mr. Pie in the Sky, and he's like, Yo, you got to be a little more grounded, man. You can't. It should be the other way around. <laughs> like the old dudes, like we should buy that, and he's like, Yeah, yeah when are you going to like make money? Like you, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But so he's got. Kind of, but he's he's been so much a part of the aesthetic and just. You know, like helping me. He was grammar checking my do- a document for me today. Like he does all these things for me, which is just like I'm super. You know, my other son's involved because he's got a podcast here. But Christian's mm-hmm. like really, you know, like uh, super important to this place. Just the aesthetic and just in so many ways. So and yeah. and a couple other people too. But he's you know I would I if I didn't have him here just to help me move tables and stuff. I you know I'd be in so many ways. You raised so. some good boys. So yeah, if you, you. if you live in the Niagara Falls area, of course come check it out. Emerge Creek. Thanks. Uh, Media Creators Co-op uh, and, and support uh, support this place. Get your podcast. Get uh, you know if video production, all that stuff. Get that uh, get that rocking and rolling. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So uh, so today, actually, Maranto suggested this one. Dan is going to be involved, but he doesn't have a list because he's actually never been to this place. Yes, he told me this before, and I'm an idiot. I don't even. I'm a part what? idiot. No, <laughs> I know. I you know, it, and it's so weird because even with this list too, Matt had even said, "Hey, do you want to like maybe do a list of things that like sound the most interesting or things that you would want to see at at Disney?" And I said back to him, "I was like, you know, respectfully." Not really, because I feel like Disney's one of those things that you don't really know what you're missing out on until you've actually been there and seen right. it yourself. Like I could say, oh, you know, I'd like to do like beers around the world or anything, like right, like right. people do. Yeah, but I don't know. I haven't experienced like when Good I point. went to Universal for the first time last year. Then I was like, oh, this is what everybody talks about as right. far as that. So I'm for a really lot of people, ex- yeah. Disney, and I think you would probably, and I think we've discussed about this, not on a podcast, we just talked about this, because yeah. he likes Disney too, and 
um, my thing is, I, for me, Del- Disney's very nostalgic. Yes. Because my father took us in the station wagon on the, you know, the trip, the, you know, like what's the, you know, the driving down to Florida. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when it was just Disney World, like there was no other parks, 1974, like, and it, and, and my dad liked taking us on vacation. So the Disney trip, when I grew up, you know, and had my own kids, I wanted them to have those cool Disney memories. And I have yeah. so many, like, nostalgic memories that aren't necessarily, there's better amusement parks. I, I mean, like, there's better, like, thrill rides. There's better roller coasters. But for me, I always like the Disney experience, not just the hotel, not just the restaurant. It's just not the hotel. It's like when you put it all together and their customer service and all those things. So for a lot of us... I'm sure there's people that listen to this podcast and probably say like, well, there's better parks that or I like Universal better. <laughs> sure, or I yeah. like, you know, oh, but, for sure. But I but I, I think it's so nostalgic for, for folks like me who've been going like literally since the 70s, since Absolutely. I was like seven. Yeah. You know, and hey, we I mean, there's going to come a point where we could do a Universal one. Yeah, for you sure. Know, I've been to Universal many a time. And there's a point where I will go to Disney eventually, too. Absolutely. Like, it's definitely something that will be somewhere I go before I die. But I feel like I'll have my own kids at that point. Right. It'll be experience yeah. with me and my wife. That'll be really great. So I, I'm looking forward to hearing these lists because I think it's going to get me even more excited to get to go there. We got to we got to. Big uh, tall tale at our hands. We got a we got a we got a big. This job was a that. tough list to make. It was very. I've difficult. done this. Is my third one now. I think this is number three. I figure with the oh, what we, was did the last? we did the sports, sports teams team names. names. Yep. bad sports teams names. That's this right. Is, I just I saw the the list in my Google <laughs> my Google Docs um, for when I made it. I mean, but this one those were easy compared to this. Oh yeah, I was I was texting you this morning. Oh my god, this is killing me. You were at eighteen, and I was like, I can't <laughs> narrow it down. I'm like. Yeah, I guess it's pretty tough. I condensed some of them. I had to kind of, you know, it's funny. I did end up doing the same thing. Yeah, I categorized everything. I I, mm. I kind of condensed some of them because it was just it, I couldn't pick one thing over the other. So, um, so without further ado, uh, we are going to make a list of our top ten little aspects, parts. Uh, I'm sure I'll solidify a name for it when I get to the editing process. But ten, let's call it ten aspects of Walt Disney World. Uh, so, which is a place that obviously myself and Mr. Moranto have uh, have been many a time. So, uh, you ready to make a list? I'm ready. All right, you kick us off with your number ten. Well, I, do you want to do like? Do you want to do the resort? We ha- we decided you have a resort and I you do. have a restaurant and a show, right? Or did you not do a show? I didn't do a show. All right. Well, I'll throw my show in as one of my things. Sure. But let's do resorts first. Okay. So I'm going to do Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, you've stayed there? Okay, yeah. I was lucky enough to have a relative of a relative that got me a discount. And it was worth it, even as expensive as it was without the discount. <laughs> it's a ridiculously nice resort. Um, I We had gone down, and Nickelodeon had a hotel real briefly when the kids were very little. That. It was like a water parky type hotel. I think it's still there. I don't know what it's called. But um, So the morning when we were going to the park, we'd done that for a day. And then I went and I walked into the Animal Kingdom Lodge lobby, and it's ridiculous. It's like four stories high, and it looks like you're in a like African hut or something. And then obviously it's got like – it's got some cool restaurants, and the rooms are – they look like every other room. But because of the animal viewing, they have animals that basically are – roaming like this big prairie essentially in front of like the main entrance when you walk out and you'll see zebras and you know giraffes and all kinds of stuff and then 
the one room we had the one time, literally there was like a dingo living outside of our room. Like, wow. no, not dingo. It was an okapi. It okay. just was sleeping out. Like, d- that's where it lived. Yeah. It was just, and they bring the animals in at night. Like, but, you know, it's, it's all fake. I mean, they're real animals, but it's fake the way they're allowed to wander with, right. the, you know, invisible fences and everything. Yeah. But it's just this amazing. And my kids were little, and they, my older son really loved animals. So, we still nostalgically talk about Animal Kingdom Lodge. The restaurant was really good. The pool's amazing. Um, so to me, like, I've stayed at just five or six of the different resorts, but Animal Kingdom to me is just like, if you can afford it, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I've I've seen that for, for years, The ever, you know, the advertisements for it. I, you know, it's cool. You, people wake up and there's like a draft outside your door, yeah. like, outside your window. And like, that's that's a surre- that's a very unique experience. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's Kind of hard to put a price on that. Disney sure does, but uh, <laughs> it, it is something that I've always wanted to, definitely always wanted to go and, and go and see or experience. I wish, I wish you can like, I don't know if you can, just like hop, like just take a day and just get on buses and then get on buses for other other resorts. You can. You so can. like that one That's we cool. did. What we did was the one time is we went to. The one year we stayed at, um, I forget which one we stayed at, the one of the other ones, uh, yeah, I forget, Car- Caribbean Beach or whatever it was. Okay. And no, Coronado Springs. So my wife really liked that one a lot. And um, so we just wanted to go to the restaurant and see the animals. So we took uh, the shuttle and we had a switch at Disney Springs. Well, we went to Disney Springs anyway. And then we took the Disney Springs shuttle to the lodge and then back to Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. So we did that so we could just go to the restaurant. We made reservations at the restaurant. And then, you know, not as you just do an Uber, but I like doing the transportation. Yes. I, I, the tra- if you go to Disney, my, you know, I just stay in the grounds and just take all their transportation because it's just so much easier. Yeah. You, you know, you don't have to worry yeah, about they, anything. I mean, it's a free sh- a shuttle. I think it's all included in your resort fate. It is. They, it yeah, is. They it's take, all included. You, included. Uh, they take you from place to place. And, Including and, and, Disney Springs and anything else that you want to go to. It's just you know. so nice to take like that drive. Like you're not – you actually get to like sit and watch it. Like yeah. watch the drive to the different parks. Some places are closer than and others. And I'm fighting traffic and swearing right. at anybody. It, and it, then they play Disney music the whole time. Yeah. Oh, see, that's great. So that's a whole part of the experience <laughs> yes. then. Yes. I don't well, know again, you're you on vacation. Do. I don't want to have to like turn left. You know what I mean? Correct. Like I don't want to like <laughs> – yeah. It's I don't want to worry about, oh, I got, I got to get gas. I mean like we've driven to Disney a couple times way, way, way back in the day when the kids were little. We had the station wagon type thing, yeah. we, whatever car we had back then and we drove and took all the stuff and – and um, but once I got there, I like parked the corner parking lot. We weren't touching it for ten days or whatever. We used to do the big trips when they were little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, but I liked the just not having to worry about anything except getting to the little bus stop and going to wherever I'm going. Oh, so nice. You know? It just it like has its own like just the experience. Like even the the bus smell, they keep it so clean. I like it. Yeah. It's weird. I, I and that's what I mean. The customer service lot, of the parts. I, I, yeah. it's, it's a sense. It's a sensory. Like yeah, I mentioned, that's... sniffing my Sega Genesis back in the day on, on yeah. last week's episode, and then today I'm like, yeah, the bus smells really good. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's 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 surreal. It's, yeah, really it's I mean, even t- I mean, I can think of pictures of are popping into my head of us at the bus stop, all being excited going yeah. to the park. Yeah, here comes I mean, the bus. We Is talk that our about bus? Is that we, our, bus? our resort. The one time we were going to like a Disney thing, we got on the bus at, at our resort. And we were going to. Uh, they had extended hours thing, and it was a Pirates and Princesses evening. And here was this guy who was probably like 40 years old, dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow, 
and his daughter was dressed as a princess, and they went to the park together. That's and I was like, that's a dad. That's that's, a, that's, a, that's the that's coolest excellent. dad in the world. That's and then we were on the other bus, and we had whatever it was, and somebody said something to him, like, oh, no, he's caught. Some dumbass said something to him. And he's like, I'm with my daughter. Yeah. Where are you? Right. And he right. was like, right. the guy was like, if I got to kick your ass dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow, I will. <laughs> I mean, like, but he just said, like, you know, like, he looked at him, and, and everybody kind of looked at this, you know, like, I mean, he was dad of the year that day. Like, that dad will never, and I'll never forget that dad, like, doing whatever he had to do to do something nice for his daughter. Like, absolutely. that's that's a dad. Yeah. Good for him. You yeah, know absolutely. what I mean? So. Very good. Excellent choice to kick this one off. Um, I had a hard time picking a resort because I've stayed at so many. All, I've done all the all-star ones, sports, music, movies. Um, Pop Century we've done multiple times. Uh I was fortunate to do Art of Animation when it first opened up. Oh, I've never been to that one. That was 2012. Really nice. I, I forget which one we did. It might have been Lion King or Little Mermaid. No, I think it was Little Mermaid. Something like that. But it was a lot of the, the newer stuff. Um, but the one I'm actually picking, it's just because I'm an old soul, right? I feel like I'm 31 going on 76. Port Orleans uh, Resort. It's very old school, right? It's like it's like wooden, just wooden walkways. There's like a water mill like yep. going around. Yep. Um, I know that there's like two Port Orleans. There's the right. French quarters, and then there's just Port Orleans. Right. Uh, we stayed at Port Orleans. My uh, is our fourth time. I think it was '07. I think it was 2007. It's a really nice resort. We stayed there yeah. once. We stayed at the French Quarter. Okay. And you're right. And they're they're connected. Yes. And I remember I was still running back then. I was able to run, you know, like around in the morning and there's the little cars driving around and it had the cool restaurants. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a nice resort because there was restaurants and the food service was slightly higher up than just counter service. So it was a really good and there was like there was things and there was the out there was like outdoor bars by like the like the bay yes. and so I mean like no matter matter what age you were and i remember the one night the boys were a little old when we stayed at that one so they we just gave them like money and go hang out in the game room for like two hours <laughs> so really morano and miss morano and i could go and have a nice dinner and they're like good we don't want to sit in a restaurant <laughs> with you and, and you know but it was nice like it, it definitely that's a really nice resort good call on that one yeah it's the, definitely the, nice the port Orleans one is just it's 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 got this old like yeah. uh like a tom sawyer old yeah. school like feel to it and i i, I like it so much you know, all the bus stuff is there. You got the arcade. You got the restaurant. Um, and there's actually one of the parks. I can't remember which one. It might be uh, it's Epcot or I think it's Magic Kingdom. You actually have to take a ferry. You don't have to, but you can take a ferry over to the park. Oh, and they cool. drop you off. And there is. I think that one actually has – I'd have to look now. There's several that have that 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 uh, those boat rides, and they seem like if you're going for more than like three or four days, and you've got the time, like it's and you're going back and forth to the parks anyways. Like I definitely love that idea of just taking the more casual way of getting back and forth. Yeah, you don't have to rush, you right? Know? You know, no, it's nice because I mean you're, you're going through, you're seeing everything, you can see everything. There's all yeah. lights, and for Disney has like these water, like these mo- moving water light things. There's, I don't know what the heck they are, but there was like it's like a it, like a dragon, and the lights make it look like it's moving. Mm. It just skimming on the water, and you get to like you're, you're you're floating right past it. So it's cool stuff. So Port Orleans is my favorite. I'm just an That's old a good soul, one. but That's um, a good one. But I I really like it a lot. I like the aesthetic. Yep. And uh, yeah. and they're all relatively close. So if you're at the Hope Park, and you just had enough, 
where you get there early entry because when you stay on the grounds, you get it an hour early. Right. So I always recommend telling people you stay on the grounds because then you get an hour or one of the partner hotels. You can do that too. Um, you know, and you can get there, you get an hour early if you're staying on the grounds. And a lot of times, you know, like, you know, my missus wouldn't want to get up. So she would get up and join us later and I would just take the boys or, you know, one, maybe one morning somebody wanted to sleep and then, then we maybe go back to the hotel and swim for the afternoon and then go back to the park at night because you have the park hopper or whatever you have. So, I mean, the, and the transportation, I mean, there's, you obviously look at the map to make sure your resort's not too far away from the parks you're going to. Um, that's probably the only criticism I would have of Animal Kingdom Lodge is that it's kind of, it's close to Animal Kingdom, right? But it's it's like a longer bus ride back to like say Magic Kingdom. Yes, it's just a, Magic Kingdom is like the like the northern part of their property. Yeah, so it's a little bit longer. But who cares? I right. Mean, yeah. If you're if you got that extra time, then you, you're kind of not rushing around as much, you know, with the with the rides and all that stuff. For sure. All right. So you want to do restaurant now? Uh, I think that's fair. Yeah, for we're, we're mixing up absolutely. You want to go first? No, go ahead. Go ahead. We'll keep going. All right. So this is not a great restaurant. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's so many good restaurants. So I thought about what restaurant. I closed my eyes and I said, Disney restaurant. And which one popped into my head? The food's not bad, but it's the Liberty Tree Tavern. I've eaten there before. Okay. It's not. It's like kind of like a family style thing. And they just kind of, it's supposed to be like set in like, 1778 or so it's, i don't know like right something like it, cool. and there's no way the food's like it's not accurate to that you know but <laughs> but it's supposed to feel like you know the people are walking around in the old restaurants you know style stuff from the like revolutionary because it's like across the the way from like the hall of presidents so it's right down there in frontier land and the food's good don't get me wrong the food's not bad we went there once though when the kids i think maybe the first or second time when the kids were little and it was just the four of us were sitting in the restaurant and I'm and Zach was like sitting next to me, and Christian was with his mom on the other side of the table. And while we were eating, one of the costume characters, I think it was Chip or Dale, I don't know, one of the two, I don't know what the difference is, <laughs> came up behind me and like started like goofing around. And Christian was like, and Christian was like four or five. He's like, Dad, Dad, there's a there's a squirrel or whatever behind you. And I and I went where? And the guy immediately picked it up and went to my other side. And I went like this, and he went, no, no, no. And I went like this. So the kid, the guy in the costume knew what to do, and it went on for like 30 seconds. The whole restaurant's laughing. I've never seen my kids laugh so hard. And again, I mean, I don't remember what the food tasted like. It was a nice restaurant. But I have this nostalgic memory of that restaurant because that doesn't happen when I go to Applebee's. If I leave Disney and I go out to one of the restaurants off the grounds while I'm on vacation because I'm going to save $3 or whatever it is, whatever money, I don't have the experiences. So to me, even though, like, the decor is cool and the restaurant's cool and the food was good and the service was great, but I think the other things that Disney brings you in their restaurants is why that's such a That's why I will never – I'll never fault them for, like, charging how much they do because it is a fun experience. There is – they make sure, like, the characters come and see you and – and all that. it really is cool. I we we go when our family goes. It's always for Easter, always okay. Easter week weekend, um, typically. And we went there for Easter dinner one time, and I I love the way that they do that because they announce you when you're sitting. I don't, did they announce you when you were sitting? I think so. Yeah, but, I don't remember. So th- cool. what they did. So we had our reservations. We checked in, and then we waited a few minutes. And then they're like the Johnson family from the great state of New York. Oh, and that's they did very it, cool. And they did it like, like a, you know, old-fashioned. Like yeah. It was like, 
wow, that's cool. And then and every time people come in, they announce them. Like they're from somewhere. So you hear somebody's from New York. You're like, oh, cool. You know, like – Wow, or, or they're from some other place way the heck away. That's very cool. Yeah, um, I really like that. I mean, just that little detail. But yeah. that's that's what stood out for me. The food didn't stand out for me. I mean, it was good, I'm sure. Um, but it, that that moment was like really neat. So right. I think that's a great one. I'm actually really glad you brought that one up. Yeah, I love those that feeling. Those nostalgic memories. I feel like pop up on this show more than anything else. With our list, like I feel like half of mine and Matt's list most of the time are not necessarily because we like the item or the thing we're talking about. It's because we have some kind of really cool memory or something that means a lot to us that's associated with that. I think that's an amazing story. And I think for most of us, whatever it is we're podcasting, we're sports or whatever. I I think you're right. I think most of us we're a we're we're a Bills fan or a Indianapolis Colts fan or whatever we are yeah. because of something that doesn't make any sense necessarily. <laughs> like it's like what like why on earth are you well, you know, my dad or my grand whatever it is like and oh, I went there when I was a kid or maybe it's a player that you just worship when you whatever it is, like we all have those like things and I think that's brings that's what kind memories. of brings everybody together. Yeah. So mm-hmm. We do. That's a good point, Dan. We do have just. We always have this. Oh, we remember that, or oh, this felt so. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 really cool. So where are we eating, Matt? All right. So my <laughs> restaurant, my restaurant choice, uh, is the Crystal Palace. Oh, that's a good restaurant. You've eaten there. Yeah, it's a good. Restaurant. Okay. Easter every single. I think f- like the second or third time I went there, and then every time after we go. We book Easter breakfast at Crystal Palace. They used to do a buffet style. Apparently, they don't do it anymore because of the COVID stuff. But um, it just – I love the environment. The food is great. My parents like just fill up. It's literally buffet. You go up there and you get Mickey and Winnie the Pooh style waffles. They got bacon, eggs, ham, uh, eggs Benedict, all the, all, like, all the good stuff you could possibly want. All the characters come up and visit you. They want to take pictures. They do a really good job, and I like the aesthetics of the place. Um, it's well, got, it's like, based a, on a real place, right? It's based on Crystal Palace in England, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I love the whole Victorian style yep. thing. You know, deal with it, um, and it's just there's so much room for for everybody to you know to to, to sit and, and and maneuver around and. One of the best dining experiences I've ever had. Some of them are like some of the dining experiences are similar. Yeah. Um, some of the like the quick stop ones. Um, you know, like. I love the idea of the, the Pizza Planet Arcade. Yep. But the food, I mean, the experience is pretty cool. The food is just like you can get the pizza and stuff anywhere. Right. Um, so that, that's one of the ones that really stands out. I mean, the resort. Oh, resort the resorts all resort. have good restaurants. Yeah. I mean, the we different levels. We always get pizza from the resort yeah. ones, and it's always it slaps, well, we're from as the there. kids say. We're from New York State, so. I know. I'm you know, trying. Like, I know. You have to kind of. I try to be open-minded, you know. You, know. <laughs> you just, you kind of know, like, just don't eat the pizza. It's just, it's going to, it's not going to go well. Chicken, um, wing, chicken wings, I, I I will actively avoid in most other places. But. Well, it's, it's, it is funny. Like, there's obviously a ton of great restaurants. Because if you go to Epcot, you could just eat, 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 eat. My, like, my parents, when they got, you know, older, when they used to go to Disney every year, they spend most of their time in Epcot, and then my parents just like going around the countries, yeah. and, and going. My mom like going to the little shops for each of the countries, and then they would pick a restaurant. So my mom really liked the restaurants in France, but there's a cool Irish pub in the UK one, and you know, and and you know, and they, so there's so many. Um, but I went to one like because like because again they do they, and it's great in all those restaurants like in Epcot for example because everybody's working there they're all like students like with they're student from visas there. from those countries yeah. and it's their chance to come and do like uh, an academic scholarship or some type of learning program 
uh, and they get to come to the United States and work in Disney World, you know, and, and you know, um, so it's a cool thing. So you meet authentic French people if you, you know, and, and, and they've done some, the countries have gotten better and better and better. Like they really jazzed up France a lot when they added the Ratatouille ride and they've yes. added some little, like, you know, with the little, those goofy little sandwiches, <laughs> cookie sandwiches. So they've done all that stuff really good. And the other one that's next to Crystal Pass I really like is that hot dog stand. Like Casey's, you ever? Oh, Casey at bat. Casey yeah. at bat is like a great little place just to get hot dogs. Like, just go. It's counter service, but that's if I'm going to get counter service, it's always my favorite place. It's to go. cool. It's very old school, and you can actually sit down and watch like an old like I think it's like Goofy or something. It's like an old base oh, Disney baseball cool. cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And they just replay it all day. It, yeah. Very good hot dogs, yeah. by the way. They're big hot dogs too. They're not like crappy like little things like no. you know that like a foot you know three inches they long. Like do not mess around. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, really really good food. Um, but yeah, Crystal Palace, that would be uh, yeah, that's a good one. Restaurant. So, uh, you are the only one with a show. I'm just going to throw it in as, so as my. End, as so. my uh, so, we want to get into So, what do we have? You have eight left now, basically? Yes. Okay. So, so we my, can just kind of go down the line. After yeah. This. So, yep. my, I'll call this my eighth of, you know, attraction. And it is the original Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. That's a good one. That's the full name of it. I have to say the original because they've had to make a lot of changes to it over the years for a lot of different reasons. Uh, so there were some injuries and then there were some other things that I don't care about the newer updates because the ill updates are just they wanted to make it a little less violent because there's a lot of kids there. So some of the like like when Indy's on the, the, the fighter and he on the on the airplane and he has, in the movie, he shoots open the um, the thing to get Marion off the plane, yes. yeah. but they didn't want him to do a gunshot, so now he kicks it open. Yeah. So and I and I don't have a problem with any of that. I'm not gonna, oh, you know, they, you know, back in my day, like I don't need the, I don't need, <laughs> I'm not making that point. But the original one where Indy would drop in on a rope like 75 feet from the rafters and somehow like he would rappel in, and and then they do the whole recreation of the first scene of, of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then they had the big ball and everything, and um. I really like that show because I think I'd never seen anything like. And I'm I'm my favorite movie of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, <laughs> I mean, I was just like, you know, even when I was an adult, I think I was a full fledged adult when I went there for the first time. And I look at guys Indiana Jones. He's not Indiana Jones. It's not Harrison Ford. But I didn't care. I think I have a picture. Of it's it the really first time well because I, I mean, went, literally, you know, Indiana Jones, the person they pick, they literally pick him out of the crowd. Yeah. And they no, just, no, no, no. That's oh. one of the guys, the sun guys. Oh, oh. there's a that there's a and they there's a there's a guy that they pick out of the audience that. Uh, is it turns out to be a stunt guy, but I think they even had to phase that out because of COVID and stuff. So they've gotten rid of the audience participation because they were having some problems with that. I guess apparently people go down there and they're trying to get their TikTok moments and stuff. So I think they've eliminated the crowd participation part of it. Mm-hmm. But they did have a guy you would pick out of the audience and he would come on stage and then they would accidentally pretend to punch him in the face. Yes, it turns out he was just a stunt guy. <laughs> no, but the Indiana Jones guy usually is a legit stunt guy from California or wherever. Like that's you know, what it was. I got you know, bamboozled. Nah, I yeah. fell for the magic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I see. It was one of the first shows I actually ended up seeing in. 97 way okay. back when so um yeah that's a great choice that's a great choice for shows I, I do have a couple that i really like i mean obviously they're not part of my list but i will give a shot i'd like the finding nemo show i was i had that on my list too because it's as good as anything you'd see on broadway the color it, you would love it man I, i've heard so there they, there's are... le, they're legitimate you know theater actors mm-hmm. and they're it's all hand puppets yeah so like the nemo guy is he's doing a thing and it's he's doing his and then, and it's a lot of it's short it's only about a half an hour 40 minute show but it's all it's similar to the way they first when they did animal uh when they did lion king on mm-hmm. broadway it's a lot of that same type of large puppets where the actors are sim- simply 
puppeting, but you see their faces and the mics there. Um, but as a theater person, you would really appreciate it. And that, it is a really, really, and I have that originally, but I decided to go with the Indiana Jones. Just from, yeah, uh, I don't blame you. Surprisingly, you know. a lot of people that I talk to that have gone to Disney or go, uh, most of them bring up the Finding Nemo show. Yeah. Like, I feel like something about... There's something about if you do simple theater and it's good like that, like, you know, everybody knows it's puppetry, but the way that the actors are really making it come to life, I think there's a magic that people forget about when they see simple things like that. Well, if you've seen Animal, you know, like uh, Lion King on Broadway or when it came through your local theater or something, and you see the way they do all of those effects and everything, and they did a lot with Beauty and the Beast too. I think I haven't seen that one, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of that they kind of tested out a little bit with Nemo and then they kind of put it onto a bit. But I mean, if they wanted to expand that show, they could definitely put it on Broadway. And, oh, easily. Because you know, Disney obviously has got a good reputation on Broadway, and mm-hmm. I think definitely people would go see it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's you like know. it's like the War Horse thing, too. I don't know if you guys uh, have ever seen either the movie or the Broadway show they did. Well, when they did the Broadway show, it was he was made out of, like, sticks almost. Okay. And there were four puppeteers that were next to him at all times. Mm. But they – they were so specific about things. You you forgot at one point that you're looking at something hollow in front of you. You're right. creating a real horse in your mind. It's beautiful. That's very cool. That's awesome. Yep. So Indiana Jones, I love it. I think it's a great. That's that's a nostalgic one for me. Yeah, one of the first shows I ever been I went to. Disney had a lot of shows, man. I remember Hunchback and Tarzan. Yep. Tarzan Rocks. That was the show. Yeah, Tarzan Rocks. They, they were flipping the Beast around, show. They're swinging on stuff. They still oh, have that cool. original uh, Little Mermaid show. Yes, I've been in to that, that same times. theater that they've had. It. They've done no what, but it's still one of the most popular things it's there. It's packed. You uh, know? Bugs Life at the Tree. Yep. That's all. Oh, so cool. So cool. All right. I kind of feel bad. I don't have a show, but. Um, yeah, it, the shows are nice. You kind of just get down, sit down, and take a little break, yep. and it's not too bad. Uh, so for my number eight, I'm going to go right. This is so that everything here on out is a mixture of either rides or something else. Uh, damn notifications! Uh, some other aspect of Disney. So for my number eight, I'm going to pick uh, one of my favorite water rides. It's in Animal Kingdom, and uh, the. The Kali uh, River Rapids. Okay. Where you sit. Have you done this one before? Yep. Okay. So basically you sit down. It is perfect on a hot day. Um, you basically sit in this this circular tube. You throw all your belongings in the center thing. And you just sit and you spin whatever way it, it directs you to. You go up and down these little hills. There's a huge drop and you get soaked. Yeah. It is – it's so refreshing. And it's cool. It's some really nice scenery. I think it's in the – that's the Asian uh, – Asia part of, yep. Uh, of, yep. of Animal Kingdom. And uh, I love it. I looked it up. It said it was closed. I don't know if it's because it's winter. I don't know. I, I, well, it's warm in winter down there. So I don't know. It's like closed temporarily. I think they were closed for renovations or something. I is think it, they use a lot of rights like that in the wintertime. I think so, You do the pools or whatever they have to do. Yeah. So, so I think that's what it is. But, um, but They have yeah. a version of it in California, which is almost like an uh, – like um, it's the same ride, except the environment's different, and it's all like flames and stuff. Like you're going oh. through like a forest fire, and I forget what the movie that I, I think it's from Brother Bear or something. Okay, it's themed, but it's themed more in a forest than a jungle. I see. So, but it's the same. It's probably mechanically the exact same ride, except the way they decorated it. Yeah, and I like what they do that sometimes when they make, they change for Anaheim. It's almost the same ride, but they just kind of switch the, you know. 
They changed well, the, that's, so, so then you want to do both. One of my other know? picks that I have on the list, we'll talk about it in a minute. I'm yeah. sure that's going to come into play too. But um, but yeah, the, the the river ride, river rapid that's ride. A good, that's a fun ride. Yeah. It's, Especially when the person who shouldn't get wet gets wet the most. Yeah. It's great. My mom's like, I don't want to get wet. I'm like, you have no choice. You have no say over <laughs> right. that. So, so um, That's great. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Uh, on to our number seven. All right. So this one is, I think, an experience. And I love this one. First of all, I like the stuff that takes a while. And again, going back to the theme of, and I, when I was going through my list this morning with my son, who's now 23, I said, give me a ride. You pick one. And it's funny because when he was a kid, he loved animals. He was going to be a zoologist, you know, like every other kid who's four. And he was like, but Kilimanjaro Safaris, That's man. That's my number seven. <laughs> He's like, Kilimanjaro Safaris. That's the best ride in the world, man. Like, Because yep. even though they – remember they had the thing where you had to look for the elephant and all that stuff. They kind of got rid of that. But it's still like it's such a long experience. And you're you're in the cool truck, and it reminds you of a truck from like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. You're driving around, and you're seeing zebras and bongos and cheetahs and all this other, and giraffes, and and it, and it's just such a it's just such a really again that when they open Animal Kingdom Lodge, that's their premier experience there, and it's great. Like and again, there's animals that are coming right up to the truck, like yeah. and each ride, it's going to be different every time you go on it. It's really, yeah, sometimes the animals are sleeping. Usually the lions are sleeping off yep. somewhere in the shade or somewhere yeah. else. They can't be bothered. They're just, they're just conked hippos. out. Hippos. The hippos. Seeing the yep. hippo. Like, Elephants. I mean, yeah. I, I, the only, my only problem with the ride is that I wish there was more time. I wish there was more time to take the ride. But it is so cool. As somebody who loves photography and uh, Pokemon guy too, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, a big yeah. Pokemon snap person. Uh, to drive through that, and I haven't been there since I've taken up photography at all, but just to kind of go there and just see, like, oh, there's the animals really quick. Oh, got to move to the next thing. Right. You get to see some really, really cool animals. They did a good job of making that, like, habitat, like, very, uh, I mean, eccentric towards where those animals are from, towards their natural yep. habitat. Yep. It looks like you're legit taking a tour out in Africa. And um, kudos to them. I mean, there's... A, that ride's been around forever, and it's still one of the longest lines. I, you know, yep. I, I've stood in that line for two and a, two hours, two and a half hours, just to get there and just to go see it. And we have so many great pictures. But once you're on it, like again, the return for the wait in line versus the amount of time you're on the ride. It's not like some of those rides that you're in line for an hour and then the ride's twelve seconds yeah. or whatever. Like this one, you're out there for a while. Yeah, it's a good, you know, maybe ten minute ride or something. I like think it's that. longer than that. By the time it like you go through all those things and you go through, and you go over the fake bridge and all that stuff, I I, I feel it's a good fifteen minute, twenty it's, eighteen minute experience. Like, it's a hundred percent worth it. You know, we, we had a draft come right up to ours. I think in the, when uh, I went in twenty twelve, excuse me, we had a draft that came right up. Right, right up to our our truck, oh, like right by cool. it. And I was like, "This is surreal, this is surreal." Giant, just big draft, and yeah, it was just. I mean, you can see a lot of those animals at the zoo, but you, you don't see them happy and and out there and moving around. A lot of them are just like, oh, I'm yeah, like you go to the Buffalo right. Zoo, which we're from Buffalo, and you can go to the Buffalo Zoo, and they've done an incredible job changing the environments. They have less animals now, and they're better experiences. But it's still not the same seeing them in, like, an open range. Correct. And I know they can only go so far, and then they have to go back to their habitats at night and stuff or whatever, but however they protect them. Um, but the way they do it, 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 I do feel like 
I feel like it's highly rated on, you know, in terms of animal treatment and everything too. And, you know, their conservation is, seems to be like they really care about that. It's yeah, you know? they're, they're, that's that's one of their big things. I will give them kudos to that because I mean, being as big of a company as Disney as it can go south, <laughs> but um, not they, like their neighbors, <laughs> not like their neighbors over oh, at SeaWorld, sea oh, which is the yeah. saddest existence yeah. in the world. Like I, we went to SeaWorld once, and I told my wife we're never going back again because I just felt like when I was walking around there, I those I just like these poor, like especially the large animals. I mean, just and then you saw some of the, and obviously there were some real terrible things that happened to like trainers and stuff too. Yeah, and it and it's just I feel like, and I understand why you have to have things for sea creatures because of they're damaged in the ocean and then they can't be brought back in. But that doesn't mean you got to put them in a friggin' you know pool that got concrete walls and and you can just see that they're they they look. I don't know. It's it looks a look sad miserable. existence, yeah. and they're forced to perform, so to speak, too. You know, and I think that's why like circuses and stuff like aren't a thing anymore because because we've really learned a lot about yeah. that. Yes, so, we have. So hopefully, I mean, SeaWorld is a nice place. Like, it's got a nice aesthetic, but but you are right. The, the looming thought of uh, the looming thought of just these animals kind of being in a tight spot it, right. it bothers you. But yeah, that's a, that's a cool thing to hear too. That you feel like it's super authentic going through there and you're not necessarily concerned for the animals or their safety. You mentioned the Buffalo Zoo before. When they had the elephant exhibit there, man, it was it was so sad to see yeah. because there are these massive animals in clearly the wrong environment and right. and looking like I wish I had better things out there. And, and, you know, and that's why I think the last 10, 15 years, the Buffalo Zoo's done an amazing job correct. To, to rebuild that elephant house and redo the polar bear exhibit and they built that – like everything's been redone there, yeah. and, and it, they couldn't do them all at the same time. But they knew the elephant house was a problem, and even yeah. the giraffe house they talked about was a problem too. So yeah, but I mean, when and when I first started going, like when you were probably very little, um, I definitely think they yeah. But I agree, like it was like oh man, this is so sad. Like yeah. I mean, granted, I don't know when else would see an elephant, but it but, doesn't. Uh, that's not fair to the elephant, right? You but know? that's the thing too. So when I turned when I was twenty two, I studied abroad in. Uh, Rwanda for three weeks and I was had the chance to do a safari when I was over there and we were we got to a point where we were about 10 feet from an elephant at one point and when that happened in my mind I was like I'm seeing an elephant for the first time right like all those other memories were so it's cool that Disney can provide that experience still without having to do something like that giving people that same feeling of they look so happy they look so comfortable they definitely they definitely feel like because the environment that they're in you know it's water and there's baby elephants and stuff so definitely I agree with that yeah Yeah, that'll be funny like I think if I went on a safari and then I wanted to go back on Kilimanjaro safaris I'm like well this is nothing right Right. <laughs> it's like, like it's funny because we went to Vegas one time and we went to Paris, the hotel. Oh, cool! And we'd been to the act, we'd been to real Paris, and we'd been to the Eiffel Tower, and then we went there. And we're like, this isn't like France at all. Like, it, it kind of, it's like, it, you know, it was just kind of funny. Like, you know, once you've been to the real one, it's like, okay, this is kind of cool, but it's not Paris. Correct. Like, no, right. It's not the real Paris. You know. So. Very good, very right. good. Uh, that was your seven as well? That was my seven as oh, well. Cool. We timed it out good. So on to your number six. Okay, so this one is funny. So here's the thing. If anybody knows anything about Rich Branto, you know my joke about Avatar. I'm, in, I'm not a big fan of Avatar. Same. And, Same. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I, I, I had to apologize on Next of Kin podcast about the fact that I was obviously wrong about Avatar 2 because everybody in the world seems to like it except I still haven't gone. Because I I can nap at home for free. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go instead of three and a half hour. But regardless. So, I will say, though, 
I enjoy the Avatar rides at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge, significant Animal Kingdom, significantly more than the movies. Yeah, mm. the ride where you ride the the bird thing. Uh, is a simulator thing, so it's like half, you're sitting on a thing, but it's kind of like soaring, and you're moving around, so it's a simulator ride, it's very cool, it's very well, well done, but, and as cool as that is, the ride that I actually like more is the other ride, which is the the Navi River ride, so it's Jungle Cruise, right? (laughs) but it, why I like it is, is it's really, it really gets you into like this environment, um, and it's a th- it's a three dimensional environment. You're actually in a river, going through actual fake plants or real plants or whatever the combination of whatever they've done with with a combination of animatronics, with a combination of video and music. Like it really mixes. If you know a little bit about how Disney like created video effects in all his old movies, like going back to you know, Peter Pan and even way before that, like all the original movies, the original animated movies, the way he would do tricking you with perception and multiple layers of video and animation, uh, the way he would do it. And then those same ideas are incorporated into the ride. Um, It's really very, it's a really cool like experience. And I, I actually liked it more than the actual thing where you rode the the, the bird thing, whatever, right. Whatever those things are called. (laughs) Uh, I and, and I I just thought it was really cool because it's such a I think it's like an ultimate like merging of all their technologies and ride technologies, and it, you're just sitting in a boat like it's kind of cool. Yeah, you know? I I haven't been there since they opened it up. I know my parents told it no, hold it in high regard. They went in March, March or April, and they hold it in pretty high regard. They love avatars. It is so for them to see it like right. firsthand up close. It was it was pretty surreal for them. So. Um, but yeah, I heard it looks really neat at night. The whole Avatar area, yeah. does it light up? Does it glow? The way they've done it, and the way they've done um, Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars Land, as people like to call it. Um, I gotta see the that. way they do the floating islands, like from the movie of Avatar. The way they do it to make it look like when you're walking in that area, whatever you know, the Pandora area. Um, the way they've done it to make it look like the stuff is floating with the with the vines and everything. Yeah. Like it's really amazing how they do it. it it's an, I mean. Disney engineers are just amazing what they come up with. They're top you know, notch. Just, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. At least Probably. something positive has come out of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I, like, again, now, now I don't even know, like, Christian, I'm like, we got to go. I'm like, oh, God, when are we going to go? Because we have to talk about it, obviously, on Next of Ken, but we just haven't. Like, I don't know when we're going to go. I'm like, I'd probably be. I, don't I will, even know jo- I will join you to talk about not talking about it. <laughs> you know, I'm glad. It, I, I'm, James, I'm James Cameron spent a lot of money on research and development for the movie, so I'm kind of glad it's making money. Um, I mean, I I'm not like I I don't I don't have a, I don't have a stake in it. I didn't bet against it on like you yeah. know Fanduel or something. So well, they're trying to make what four of them. I, I think that's the plan. I just like I mean, that. people, but apparently people want to see it, so I don't know. Hey, kudos so. to them. Kudos to them, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. My number six. Uh, oh man, I don't have that many rides left. <laughs> Maybe I do. Eh, I guess I do. All right. Uh, so big roller coaster guy. Uh, huge roller coaster guy, and I love uh, the incorporation of music with roller coasters. So this is the this is the only roller coaster on here. Okay, so Aerosmith, the rock and roller coaster. Yep, I love the environment. Walking in, I mean the the line outside is pretty bad, but once you get inside, it's like a studio. They got all the albums posted up. There's like a li- like a video thing with. Um, 
there's like a video deal. Yeah, Aerosmith is in it. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. like yeah. whole it's it's so neat. I love the uh, you know we gotta take this limo and go really quick and yada 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 and and it, I just I, I like it. I think it was my that was my first upside down roller coaster. Absolutely terrified of doing upside down stuff, but they're just playing good, like really really good. I mean it's Aerosmith, so they're playing like Aerosmith music the whole time, and it's got these fun little just in the the art the art style of some of the the city aesthetics, like a like a donut uh, and and stuff that you're like like flying right past. Yeah, it. It's a really neat experience. I love. They have a giant guitar outside to take a picture of, oh. like rock and roller coaster featuring Aerosmith, and uh, the gift shop is really top notch. It's, it's a it's a cool ride because again, it's like you said, it's like it, I always think like Star Wars uh, Disney World kind of takes rides that they already have and then like conceptually and then thinks about how can we do something different. So it's kind of like Space Mountain, not the ride itself, right. but the concept of a roller coaster indoors. But then you put it in the environment of traveling through a city to get to a concert. So you see like streetlights and buildings and you feel like you're driving. You're on a roller coaster that's going through a city, yes. which is pretty cool. And, yeah, they did a really good job of it. Yep. And uh, The yeah, aesthetic's really good. The the first time I did, went upside down, I closed my eyes. Oh, but I, I, I haven't closed my eyes ever since. So. Boy. I no, grew, good for I, you. I close my eyes every time I'm on the damn ride. And I, and I, I go on these trips like um, I've been on these trips. I take on the media kids a couple times when I was still teaching. And and all my other media kids like gave me shit because I didn't take them. And I'm like, well, you guys never asked. So I did, I did two media trips. I took one media trip with my Zach, my son Zach. And those guys were all kids that were all my soccer players. Right. And if I wouldn't have gone on the ride, I would have gotten shit for the rest of my life. Oh, so I had a kind of sure. just like and, – and and they were afterwards, they're like, Brent, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I think I might. You guys go off ahead. I'm going to walk a little slow here for a little while. <laughs> you know, so I think the older you get, the harder it is to ride those rides. Yeah. yeah. I, motion sickness has been a big issue for me the last, like, last couple years. Yeah. 2015 I went, I was like, I was ready to barf every mm-hmm. time I came off. So. But that's one thing I'll say about the Disney rides is they're not really that extreme. Like, if you want to do, like, what's the place in, um, in Ohio? Oh, Cedar Cedar Point. Cedar Point like yeah. Cedar Point's all roller coasters, and if you really like roller coasters, go to Cedar Point. Yeah. But if you just want more than just roller coasters, then I think you want that. I mean, Universal does this too. Like this concept of mixing like what you love with a ride. Yes. And I think that so yeah, you, there's a trade off a little bit maybe on the the scary level or whatever you want to call it, but I think it may make up for it with the aesthetics. Yeah. And yes. even the wait in line. Like mm-hmm. the lines are always interesting the way they do the, the kiosk, the keys, is the queue, the queue. They call it the queue, yeah. and they, you know, they make the queues interesting. You know, yeah. I, I haven't been there since the new system, uh, the new system in place. Well, they're already getting rid of that system and going to a different system because really? the new the, the the genie pass was very tough to manage. Okay, and I, I, it wasn't bad, but. They've got to find a system that kind of merges kind of what you're doing with the Genie system with the old Fast Pass, and I think they're redeveloping something else because the one they had is you know, and it was it was a little bit money hungry the new one. Mm-hmm. So I could, heard that. So I think they realized that just wasn't right. So um, they're trying to revamp it because you got to remember there's a whole new Disney. They brought back, they got rid of the the, the Disney president because he had messed up a lot of things and including some of the movies and things like that. So they got rid of him. He was the park guy that introduced this thing. So now they brought oh. back Bob Iger and, 
Yeah, I wait I know too much about Disney, but like <laughs> not a bad thing. Um, but no, the guy they brought back, I think, really wants to do something to get Bob Iger wants to get people to enjoy. Not be, he sees too much about people claim about the prices and the. It's not it's, they've lost a little bit the last couple of years because of pandemic or whatever. Yeah, but they got to get back to kind of really what, what their, their foundation, their core was. Mm-hmm. My mom said yeah. it once. We were sitting there waiting for a parade and uh, just all the the shilling of merchandise, and my mom was like. Walt Disney would roll over at his grave yeah. if he's seen this. And yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't live when Walt Disney, you know, was lived, but I, I I've heard quotes about his his kind of mission statement, and it, it's insane. It, it is yep. it's it, it has gotten insane. So I yep. mean, I get it. I get it. So, uh, but that is uh, we're on to our top five now. Okay, kick us off. Star Tours, those crazy Star Tours. <laughs> star Tours is a great ride. Yes. I, I, when they first opened uh, um, Hollywood Studios, Disney MGM or whatever it's called back then, now it's Hollywood Studios. Um, it was supposed to be almost like, <clears throat> like it was a behind the scenes thing, and then they changed it up and everything. But it was the first Star Wars like attraction anywhere in the world. Yeah. So, like, if you were a Star Wars fan, you'd go down there, and then they yeah, had, like, it. the Darth Vader show, and Darth Vader would come out, and you would, like, little kids would get to fight him with a lightsaber, and it was really cute. But then they, uh, but originally that Star Tours ride was just one ride, uh, but then when they revamped it a couple years ago, they redid the queue area, and they, you know, have a lot of characters in there and stuff. Um uh, It's always R2-D3 and C-3PO, but now you see Chewbacca, and you see, you know, uh, the, the lobster guy, what's his name? Admiral Akbar. Admiral yes. Akbar, he's there, Gosh, and <laughs> and uh, you know, and then all the different droids, and they kind of even like did some throwbacks to the original version of it. But the ride's still really cool. But now when you go on Star Tours, it's different every single time because there's cool. they're incorporating, I think, three different things, and I think there's like ten different. So there's every every time you go on it, you're going to get a slightly different experience. Yes. Um, and it's a great simulator ride, and it's even though it's kind of like one of your earlier simulator rides, it's still really good, you know, because now you got C three PO filing it, and then the and you see the William Falcon, or you go to you go in a pod race, or every time you go on, it's something different. So yeah. I still like Star Tours. I think it was like two thousand seven. I went, and that was a couple years after Revenge of the Sith hit, and they were like, yeah, okay, let's start revamping it. Maybe it was the my two thousand ten trip. But yeah, they, they they started incorporating every little aspect from from, right. from from everything that they had. They redid the inside of it. Yep. It looks really cool. Even standing outside, they have a giant ATAT. Right, yep. it's the ATAT, right? Mm-hmm. The yep. at, at, uh just just and look. it's almost like an Ewok forest. Yes. So it's yeah. like an Ewok forest kind of thing, and you can't go up on it, but I wish and you it could. Blows, I think it, it blows steam out every now and then, yep. and it makes noise. You can take a picture on, a, on the speeder bike. Yeah, the speeder bike's gone. What? They got rid of the speeder bike. Wow. I had pictures of the boys when they were like three or four on the speeder bike, and then when I took them back in, in 17, uh, 2019, like the whole the media crew, they all got on the speeder bike, so I have like two pictures. And then when I went back this summer with Zach – for a day we had one day of a long story but we went back for one day the speeder bike was gone and even he was like man where's the speeder bike it was, probably, i'm guessing covid they probably took it out because they want people yeah i might come out. back that's a good yeah. point they'll bring it back so yeah. that would be neat yeah um yeah star tours is great it does make it on my list not quite just yet so i will i will okay. speak my piece but i mean yeah it, it's it's the original I feel like you and i are gonna have a lot of similar things i i think so we we we, we very well might um, so I'm all here for that uh, in your top five. My number five, this is where I'm going to put Splash Mountain. Okay. Uh, the the ride formerly known as Splash Mountain. It's going to uh, 
Tiana's, right? Princess Tiana? Yeah. Princess and the Frog. It's gonna, oh, okay. They're revamping it. Uh, <laughs> That's a funny thing. Because I mean, no one thought about the fact that there's a problem with uh, Song of the South. Right. Because there's nothing on Song of the South ride, on that ride, that makes you realize what Song of the South is about. Yeah. But they did feel like they needed to, you know... Kind of, and I do like the fact that it's going to be a more updated movie because who's watched Sonic? You can't, I don't even know where you can watch you it. You can't. Movie. I think it's. Uh, yeah, it might only have a VHS release. It might. They haven't d- DVD'd it. They have so it. making it on what is it? Princess and the Frog is now yeah. it's going to be based on. I think that's a great idea. I think it's cool. Too. People can actually watch that movie. Yes. Yes. You exactly. Know. It's modernized. You're. 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 It's a current property, um, and it's just cool with all the. the, the, the I mean, I, I'm excited to see what it becomes. No right. doubt, but. Uh, again, a nice nice water ride. You, you, you get your picture taken. That was one of the first rides I've ever been on. And you got oh, your yeah. picture taken right. uh, as you're going all the way down. And uh, it's really cool because it's almost like a show. Everybody's watching. And there's people that will stand and watch you go down the, the, giant water, the giant water slide on this thing, hoping to get splashed, but they want to see your face too. And it's, it's, a, it's a surreal experience. Uh, an absolute classic. But uh, but yeah, again, I'm, I think I'm ready to see what uh, what what the new updates you know bring. And uh, Splash Mountain's been around since I think it's one of its early Magic Kingdom's earliest it's, rides. It's funny, I was thinking about that this morning. So Splash Mountain's there, and right next to it is run the railroad one um, that's right next Old to Thunder it. Mountain Old Thunder Mountain Railroad. Old Thunder Mountain Railroad, and those were not original. Uh, I remember the first year that we were there, like seventy four, seventy five, whenever the heck it was. Those weren't there. And I remember maybe a couple of years later, they were building those rides. And you could see them from Tom Sawyer's Island, which I was going to talk about at some point. Um, and um, and then I think about the next time we came back. My dad – my parents lived in, uh, in like Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So okay. when we would do the spring break trips when we were little, oh. my dad would almost always – we would go to Disney first. And then the second week, we would go to my grandparents. I see. And then, so, and then even as I got older, I, you know, I went a couple of times on my own. Um, you know, with friends or whatever to Disney World, but but definitely you could see the things that were added over time, uh, and then obviously they added Epcot in '81 or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. So, Started but they were. I mean, that, you got to give them credit too. They're constantly revamping and updating the parks, especially they, uh, in the last twenty years. I guess, you know? and this is always something I, I I didn't realize existed. They had the aband those old abandoned parks, the old yep. River Country, and. Yep. Uh, there was the there was one. an island that you could go to and explore around, yes. and uh, they got rid of that. I only went to that once, and I was probably like ten or whatever it was, and I can't think of what. I mean, I've looked at it, I've seen it online. I can't think what it was. Wilderness country or something like that it might have been called. And it was a boat ride. You'd go Discovery from the thing, Island. Discovery, Discovery Island, Island. Thank you. Yep. And it was supposed to be kind of like, I don't know, not Tom. I, I don't know. Like, I don't even. Yeah, remember, it was like a I don't know a movie. Yeah. Robbins and Crusoe or whatever it was supposed to be yeah. inspired by. I don't remember exactly, but it was a fun. It, and I, this time people were interested because you just wandered around. And right. I think they kind of realized, ah, we got to have things for you know. Yeah, they basically closed that down and opened up Animal Kingdom. But the stuff's still bigger. there. They said that you, there's people that you, sneak onto the. You ever see watch the videos on YouTube? Yeah, I've seen oh, those. It's pretty cool. I love cool. it. There's yeah. people that because you can't, you're not supposed to be there. And I think they've cleaned it up, so they're they're going to try to do something with it. But people will go explore. But the old water park is actually really crazy cool. Well, people don't realize that lagoon is man-made. Right. Mm. I mean, that whole area is man-made. Yeah. I mean, like everything. That's not a real. I mean, that's not. Obviously, they bring water in from different areas, and now it's been infested with alligators and things like that. Oh, yeah. Which obviously was a sad story a couple years ago. But at the same time, like, they definitely – when you think about the engineering of everything they did to build that and do it without people even realizing that all that land was being bought, like, there's a whole story behind that, how they, like, 
nobody in Florida realized that Walt Disney was buying land up in small little parcels. He was so smart the way he did it. Mm. Uh, otherwise, yeah, he kept it really hush hush, yeah, and then like, he just kind of announced everything. And, yeah, they just kept like I don't know, it was twenty seven different shell companies that bought, or whatever it was that bought all the land. Dang, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so on to our number four. Yep. All right. So I'm on to a thrill ride now, and I feel like this is going to be on your list somewhere. Let's see. You're about to enter the Twilight Zone. Tower of Terror. It's not, actually. You don't have Tower of Terror. So Tower of Terror is... I love it, but it's... It, if I like Tower of Terror. I don't like drops, <laughs> but I love Rod Serling, so I love the Twilight Zone. So again, because again, I would have been shamed by the last two groups of kids that I've gone to Disney with... Oh. Um, that you know, when I took the high school kids, that I would have been shamed. So I said, I got it. I just got to man up, and I got to stop being a you know, you know, another word. But um, so I got to go on these rides, and uh, and ever since I kind of forced myself in my comfort zone, I love Tower Terror because I love the whole like old hotel spooky horror thing vibe the the way they incorporated rod serling yeah what you know with like you know like nowadays we could probably do a lot easier with you know the way they do the de-aging or whatever however they do that stuff mm. now but i mean that i really like that and the fact that every time you go on it it drops differently yes when they program reprogrammed it and i know they've redone the anaheim version so it's now guardians it's a guardians now, right? of galaxy drop I, I haven't been to anaheim i've only been to anaheim once um but that i i still like tower of terror and i i you know and i I went on it. I think the last time we were there in January, I think we went on went on twice. Like we went. You can back. walk right on it now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. quite, yeah. Quite often you can get back on it pretty quickly. Yeah, it's 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 lost. I'm not gonna say it's lost its luster, but but it's one of those ones where back in the day, yes, you were gonna be standing in line for a long time. But if you went, you can you can probably be on it in 45 minutes, yeah. and it's really cool. I mean, you're walking through the hotel, the whole boiler room yeah. area when you're about to get on the elevator. It's so well done, and that's another one that I had. You know, one of the first time we got our pictures, um, but right. I was not ready for that. I damn near crap myself the first time we dropped. I, I love that feeling in my stomach now. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. I might throw up now, but mm. um, yeah. It, if we did a top twenty, Tower Terror easily on it. Okay. Top fifteen, it would easily be on it. Uh, but there are a couple ones that I'm like, eh, you know. You just don't need any pizza, you know, before you go on that ride. That's like, <laughs> got to time your eating when you go on those rides. Yes, that is for sure. Definitely can't stop at Pizza Planet before that one. <laughs> uh, all right, so my number four, this is where I'm going to place uh, – I'm going to place basically an entire park, but specifically um, is Typhoon Lagoon okay. and the Wave Pool. I didn't do water parks, but I'm glad you brought it up. Okay. Because their water parks are all outstanding. They're so good, right? Everything's just bigger. Like – I've been to Darien Lake, yes. Fantasy Island. Yes. The wave pool at Fantasy Island was very small and filled at the brim with pee water, mm-hmm. probably. The, 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 the Disney one, it's massive. There's plenty of room for everybody uh, to, to kind of maneuver around. And the closer you, the closer you get, it was, like a, it was like a challenge. So when I was really young and little, I, I, I was in the wave pool the entire time, but I was back a little bit further. It was a challenge to see how brave you were to get up closer and closer and closer. And the older I got, the more closer I would get because I want the biggest part of the wave. I want it, and it, it's it's so cool. And you know what's coming because there's a 
it was like a mountain with a fake ship, and it like it it, it blows its horn right, right before the the wave's about to come, and everyone starts screaming like ah, and then run up to the front, and it's really really cool. Uh, but and there's a bunch of other rides too. The Lazy like, River, yeah, like it's the yeah. laziest Lazy River I've ever been on. It's yeah. massive. It's huge. It's so big. Yeah, you're gonna take a, like a long time to get around it, and that's why like when even when they built the other. Blizzard Beach, yeah. Blizzard Beach, which has a completely different motif, and none of the rides are duplicated. Right. Right. It's – yeah. I, I love it. We we did – I think back in 2000, 2000 or 2002, we did two weeks, and we stopped at each, each right. of the different ones. I think we had a similar trip where yeah. we would – you know, some days we would just stay at the pool. We didn't try to go to the parks every day. Right. Um, and, you know, but then definitely I think we did one where we did the, you know, one water park one day and then maybe like a, three, four days later we did the other water park and then um, went to the golf. Go yeah. stay at the Winter Wonderland Golf or whatever they call it. Which yeah. is, it's, and it's a good miniature golf course. It's even a good miniature golf course. They didn't <laughs> even like get cheap on that. You know, yeah. like it's it's neat. Like, no, it's definitely, yeah. Yeah, it did good. I like the water parks. They're they're they literally go. They really go above and beyond. I adore it. We yeah. The first time I went was two thousand. Water's warm. It's perfect. How many water parks do you go to and you like freeze your ass off when you go in the water? Every, Every single one. Yeah. Everyone I've ever been to. It's well, the reason why I don't go to a lot of water parks around here. <laughs> the ski drop thing that that's at the other one is ridiculous. There's a drop like the. Is slide. it the moment you're standing and it just the the, the no, bottom no. comes well, out? Well, I don't. The one was. Um, it's like this. It's the big water, you know, where you lay down and you zip through it. Yes. And um, so Zach and I, Zach wanted to go on it. Christian was smart. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. So and his mother didn't either. So they were like hanging out wherever. So Zach and I got in this long ass line, the longest line. And the higher we got, I'm like, I'm scared of heights. As, <laughs> as I like to say, I don't like being this tall. And Zach was all for it. We got far enough, and Zach, and Zach might have been like nine, eight or nine. And I'm like, are you good? He's like, oh, yeah, what's wrong? I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> you're like, what am I going to do? Like, I, I was like, you know, if you're scared, we can go. And uh, eventually we got into the thing, and I don't know how I made it down the night without peeing my, pee, pee my pants. And he was thought it was the greatest thing in the world. I, I, I used to wear contacts, and I, I lost the contact. Oh, like, wow. it, it oh, washed no. right out of me. So I walk around like Popeye the rest of the day, <laughs> you know. And uh, it was funny, but I, like, lost the contact down the ride. So, but it was fun. But I mean, like, but it's it's certainly like they're what what they do with water parks is, you know, is pretty damn good. And like I said, the water's nice and warm and clean. You don't feel like gross when you go to some of those. Oh, other it's places, great. You, you know? get the food. I mean, the food just yeah. hits. It just yeah. the food hits different. You can buy the food anywhere in the park, but it just hits different being at the beach. Yeah, right? yeah. like the yeah. hot like a hot dog and and fries or hot dog or chicken fingers, and yep. you're just on a sandy beach. I don't know why it just hits, but it well, does. if you do like the bracelet thing now or. Obviously, a lot of people just use their phone, but if you use the the bracelet thing, you just you put your money's on it. So yeah. you don't you can lock up your wallet. You don't have to worry about your phone. You don't like to worry about like someone stealing your credit card or whatever it is because you're just essentially everything's on that bracelet. And even your kids, like if they want to get a sandwich or a drink, yeah, they just charge it back to the room, you know. And then you worry about it. Oh my God, how much money we spent on this trip? <laughs> but you know, but again, when I go there, I never worry about it. Whatever, the kids want whatever, 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 whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So that is uh, that is my number four. Top three. Okay. We got. So you wanted me to talk about this a little bit because I don't think you've been on any of these. So one of the things that they've done is in Disney is they've changed the technology that they've gone to a trackless system. Where you think about most of the rides, they're either in the water, or which is with an underground kind of thing that pulls you through, or it's a track like, you know, every, all the other rides. So what they've done is they've gotten rid of the tracks and all the newest tech rides. Hmm. And it's all this 
GPS programming, the things that are robotic, the same way cameras are programmed to move when they film a movie, they program these carts that you sit in. And they've really done it for a bunch of rides. So um, the first one I think they did it with was Toy Story Mania, which okay. is the one where you play the video game. Yeah, and, yeah, but, yeah. but the car's programmed and they move through the environment, the, the things, and all the cars are moving and you're shooting and everything. And that's a fun one. But they've also done it um, with the... the uh, in uh, the two, another ride that they do it with is the Mickey and Minnie um, Runaway Railroad, which replaced the great movie ride. In um, I heard about the, that, which yeah. is it's very good. And then they also use it a lot in Rhino Resistance. And I'll talk about right. I'm going to talk about the Star Wars land in, when I get to my my number one. But um, but then the other one that they use it for, which I really really like, is they have it in Ratatouille. So you feel like your mouse size. Right. And Ratatouille. So it's all like this weird perspective crap where, I don't know, like the guy's not, the, the rat's not Ratatouille. Everybody, that's the running joke. Like, the rat's the rat's not Ratatouille. That's the guy, the, the guy's name. Um, it, whatever. I forget the name of the character. But Remy. like, it, Remy, yeah. Remy. Like, but the, it's just what he's making, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but the way they do the perspective where things are like, it's a combination of video and you're running around and there's stuff happening, but you're shrunk. So, but you're on this programmable you know, flat surface. So you can't look at, oh, we're going to the left because there's a track. You don't know where you're going. Right. And because each cart's a little bit different, each time it's slightly different. Um, so all these rides that they've, this technology that they've kind of incorporated, um, it, which is a lot of the rides that they're going to, I, I guess even like um, there's some stuff with the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride in Epcot. It uses a lot of this trackless stuff too. But that Ratatouille ride that's in Epcot is pretty Pretty, it's a long wait. Oh, I'm sure. But it was it, it was worth it because I really enjoyed it. Okay, you know? very cool. Yeah, they are updating it, it a lot safer, safer, and just better better movement when, with a yeah. lot of the rides. So that's cool. That is cool to hear. That is cool to hear. I have done Toy Story Mania, but a lot of, again, a lot of the newer ones I have right. not. Uh, all right. So my number three is my last ride. One. Uh, this is going to be where I put Star Tours. Okay. Uh, this is where I'm going to put Star Tours. Uh, again, just to see that, it, growing up a huge Star Wars fan, and to see that up close and personal is tremendous. I love the original ride, mm-hmm. but I, again, I love the revamp and to see like Darth Vader, right? right. Darth Vader and all these other characters. Yeah, he that uses the force with. and stops your ship from leaving yeah. and crap. And I'm know? like, this is crazy cool. And uh, again, it looks really nice on the inside there. And then, uh, and then I actually love the gift shop. That's a great gift shop. They spent a lot of favorite. money in that Me gift too. shop. Way too much money they, in that dude, gift shop. I know they were doing the build your own lightsaber. I never did that. But uh, I used to go – growing up, big book reader. Uh, I used to get the Scholastic books. It was like the Anakin and Obi-Wan training right. books between yep. Phantom Menace and, and Attack of the Clones. And I got a lot of the build-up Like in ones. the Mind's Eye and stuff? Like the ones – because Han Solo's got a couple books too like that I read when I was – you yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Some of those later those ones. Those are very early. Those. Very but, early. Yeah, I think it was like Jude Watson or something. She wrote it. Uh, he, well, I say Jude is kind of a, a unisex name. But uh, Jude Watson uh, wrote a bunch of these books, but also like Obi-Wan training. And I used to, every time I went there, I knew I was getting a book. And, oh, uh, that's cool. I didn't even think about that. It, so oh, cool. I, I, used to get, I used to get a book. Now some of the stuff, like it, it, it's stuff that I want to buy. Um, it, it is great. It is cool to see. But last time I've been there, it's, it's just a lot of... Not stuff that I would necessarily buy, but they used to have a, a the book section was great, um, just to get some of these Star Wars books that I couldn't find just anywhere. Well, like the last time I was in that store, they had shirts, and the one shirt was "I love you," 
and the other shirt was I know. I know. So oh, you can awesome. you can couple up that's with awesome. there, like you know, and then like they're just great. Like they know what you want. Mm-hmm. Like they just you know, and you can buy the you know, and then like again. But now when they when I get to my line number one, obviously I'm giving it away. But when I get to my number one, I talk about what they've done with Galaxy's Edge. Like they took everything you ever possibly wanted. But I'll get to that when we get to my number one. Absolutely, I'm giving away my number one. Probably, <laughs> but it's kind of obvious. It's kind of yeah. I but that's a good. I well, we already talked. I mean, obviously we both like Star Tours, and I'd go on it. I did three. I think three, three times once. Right. Because we had. Uh, at, I was single rider, so I went with oh, my, yeah. my girlfriend right. at the time and her grandparents. Her grandparents didn't ride rides often. Right. They just like to go to Disney to shop, and I'm yeah, like, oh, that was cool. my parents. That was, you know, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, so I do single rider line. I was on and over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, fit, like ride, get back out, get in the line, fifteen minutes and back out. Yep. So and we had that experience one time. We went and we went back at night, and we were in Magic Kingdom and. Um, it was one of those extended hours things. I think we paid an extra couple bucks for it. And uh, we went over to, to the Buzz Lightyear ride, which is just basically an arcade. Yeah. And and there was nobody there. And Christian and Zach and Maria, the four of us, got on and off the ride like five times in a row and just basically played a video game. Like just, We were just playing video games, essentially. Get on, get around, get on, get on, get on. We just ran through the ride, get back on, like till they closed at 1 o'clock in the morning, whatever it was, when they finally kicked us out of the park. <laughs> so cool. You know, I mean, it's just kind of crazy that way. But Absolutely. So, I like when you can do that. Yes. When the crowds aren't the issue. All right, number two. So I had to go back to classic rides, like original rides. Please don't tell me it's it's a small world. It's not a small world. Okay. Right. I, I hate small world. I guess they're taking the water out. It's going to be a walkthrough. Really? I heard they're going to make it into a walkthrough. So it's going to be slower? Well, I think you, you can spend your own time. I think no. they're going to set it up so you can just walk through and you can you take your time. it longer? Now you can jog through it to get the F out of there <laughs> as fast as possible. That's, that's, that's the other most infamous ride I've heard about. I got at, stuck on it. So you got to go on it. Mm-hmm. It's you need to go like it, you have to just go on it, yeah. Because you have to know why you're supposed to hate it. Sure, right? I mean, I know like so when we went like the, the funny story is is that when I went in when I took the kids in 2019, mm-hmm. Zach senior year, his friend Joey was on the ride and scared the crap out of him with the dolls, yeah. the goofy doll thing scared him. I get it, and it became a running joke. Well, last year when I took the next group of kids, his baby, his younger brother Tyler was with us. And Tyler knew that he was on there. So we just went on that ride so we could film Tyler on the ride. And we're like, he's looking around. It's like a cell phone video. And we, he looks back at the camera. It's like, Joey, <laughs> you scared bitch or something. <laughs> so he can share it with his brother. But again, they were like, oh, this ride's awful. Like, well, it's not really, it's not really your demographic. But it's an original ride. So, But no, it's not... Pirate, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I always liked it. Great gift shop, by the way, at the end. Yes. Um, you buy a sword and a stupid pirate hat and all that stuff. But when they redid it, and they up, obviously it inspired incredible movies. Most of them. There's one that's not so good. But it inspired some really, really. I love Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I love Johnny Depp in that role. I like Orlando. I love those movies. I watch them way too much to this day. And um, when they updated it to add Captain Jack Sparrow into the thing, and they and um, um, Barbosa, and they kind of updated it yeah. and revamped it, and the and the the Jack Sparrow is really good, anim- like uh, animatronics. It looks just like him. It, it's very, you know, one of my favorite things. Uh, not to cut you off, but uh, Johnny Depp actually showed up and dialed yeah. up for it one time and surprised yeah. people. Yeah, uh, which was like. 
how cool is that? Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Like that was, I remember the, seeing the video of it. I'm like, that is like, yeah, I've seen experience. that on YouTube. What an like, experience yeah. that would be. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, like obviously there's all kinds of stuff with Johnny Depp and whatever, but, um, like the, the, I do respect him. Like, as how the amount of times that he would dress up in the character, he would go to children's hospitals. Yeah, yes. and, and whether and it didn't seem like he was doing it for positive press, and it was before all well, this other crazy stuff that's been going on with him. Um, plus or minus, believe it or not, whatever. But I always like that. You know, I like when actors like him and Helmsworth dress up like Thor and go to the, go and see a kid in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, even George Lucas did it. There was that kid that was dying, and I think they brought him so he could see like. Star Wars, I think it was Star Wars. I think it was one of the Star Wars movies. One of the movies. Star Wars movies, like they brought it like a thing so the kid can see it or something. Like, yeah, I think it was. I mean, it was like you know, like for a lot of us, this was such a big part of our lives. Star Wars, you know, like um, you know, and I and I like again, obviously, I, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not my favorite property, but I love those movies because I just think the performances of of all those guys are just so good. Yeah, and, excellent. Um, yeah. But Pirates of the Caribbean, I mean, like it's silly to think this ridiculous ride inspired this incredible series of movies. Um, but it's great. I love the even the like. I think one big aspect too for Disney that you know we've we've touched on a little bit, but haven't openly stated is the line, like the walk into, like if you're entertained standing there and waiting yeah. in line, I think it's a huge thing. And even that and ride Pirates is the Caribbean has some yeah. cool stuff. Remember, there's like looking out like a fake window, and you can yeah. you can see a, a a ship way out there yeah. uh, on the and water. And that's like 1974. Four mm-hmm. and and obviously there's a pirates version in Anaheim which is even older yeah and that queue is pretty good right um it's different because I mean I love the way Disneyland is very different park than Disney World yes it, it, there's definitely like um you know if I had the unlimited funds I would go to all the Disney's to see the difference um we were in Europe this year we kept joking about going to Disney Paris and the boys like we're not going to Disney Paris so, <laughs> or whatever yeah but but I I there's some really cool sli- slightly different um variations uh in in Disneyland uh and some like you know some of the original rides that were there from like the 50s yeah. you know like mm-hmm. stuff like that but pirates is Good in both locations. It is absolutely. Oh, I haven't read that one. My dad uh, grew up. They used to go to drive to California. Oh, one wow. of their family vacations was they'd all hop in my my grandfather's station wagon. My, my dad, his three siblings, mom and his mom that's and dad. That's the Morano family. And they drove across the country. They yep. took like two weeks. Yep, that's what we did. They took forever. Just go across. They'd go see uh, like uh, Mount Rushmore and all that stuff. Oh wow, cool! And they'd go stop and, and go to Disney in California. Yeah, very. And cool. that was their spot. I'm like, man, I wish I could have. Yeah, that's a good trip. So, excellent. Very, very good. I'm glad you brought up Pirates. That's a good one. Because it's got to have a couple of those original rides. Yeah. Oh, you have to. You have you know. to. Uh, so I'm really torn. It's more like a 1A, 1B when it comes to my last two. But this, I'll, I'll go, uh, <laughs> they're both expensive. What am I talking about? Let's go <laughs> Downtown Disney for my number two. I'm going to lump Downtown Disney together. Yep. Um, especially the, their big store. I think it's a Wide World of Disney. Yeah, that store is great. It's, it literally has everything. A lot of people who just pass through, um, who want to go get a taste of Disney, just go to Downtown Disney. They don't go to any yep. of the parks. They mm. go right there. I didn't appreciate Downtown Disney until I got older. Yep. It's uh, an older crowd. Um, it's a lot more tranquil. Le- le- not, I'm not going to say less loud, but there's not as many 
kids running around. Uh, it's kind of nice. But I like all the aesthetics of it. Um, you walk in and there's all sorts of shops. There's like a candy shop yep. and there's the obviously that the Wide World Disney store. You move down a little further. They have a Lego store. They have the, the the lines at that Lego store are still outrageous. I'm sure they are. Yeah. I'm sure they are. And and people don't realize so Downtown Disney was is original to the park. So I remember going there in 74, 75 at night when they didn't even have hotels yet. Right. They had four hotels on the property that were just like holiday and there was four different companies that were on that area, whatever they call that area. They weren't official Disney hotels yet. I think that wasn't the original plan to build their own hotels. But I remember there was this thing downtown Disney where there was that like um, riverboat. That riverboat restaurant was there in yes. the early 70s. Uh, most of the other stuff has been changed a bunch of times. And obviously they call it Disney Springs now or whatever they call it. But those original like octagony shaped buildings, there's not too many of them left. But the Disney store still occupies one of them. So obviously they needed a bigger Disney store. But I remember going and just you know, like dad let me buying some like souvenir type stuff. And um and and I still like I still spend probably a lot of money in that Disney store when I go. Honestly, my parents. It's usually like our last day. Yep. We, we'll stop there uh, before we, we you know we pack up and go home, and that's like where we get our last minute souvenirs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it, you want to save your money for that, cause just because they legit have. If you miss something in one of the parks, they have it there. Um, well, Zach and I went this year. We we went to see uh, Chelsea play in in Orlando, okay. and so we turned it into a quick trip. And we said, well, we were there, so we ended up like, let's do one day at Disney because he wanted to see the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So um, we stayed at a hotel that wasn't even a Disney property; it was the sister properties, mm. but it was across the street from Disney Springs. So that night when we got in, we went to dinner. We went to this really amazing steakhouse, and we just walked around Disney Springs and found cool restaurants to go to. And then it was fun. It was just a lot of fun mm. just to kind of hit there, even if you like. Kind of like it, we only had one day at Disney. We were there for two full days and a half day. So we just kind of hung out at Sprint Disney Springs because there was lots of food choices and we could get a drink. And, yeah. and it was. There's so they definitely. If you want to do it. Yeah, they got yeah. House of Blues is down there. Yep. Um, they do Cirque du Soleil. I think they still do that. I think they There's still like do a that. Little Cirque. And yep. I, so downtown or Disney Springs is one of the places I actually have been. You have been. Oh, okay. Okay. So when I went down. Last year for Universal, the first day we were there, we decided to do Disney Springs for the first day. And it was a freaking blast. It was so much fun. And Universal is City Walk, which is just as good, too. Mm -hmm. They're both – I think they're both similar quality experiences. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I I thoroughly, thoroughly – It's not really attraction-based. It's restaurant, shops – some small little concerts and it's, stuff that it's, you can yeah. see. It's the perfect yeah. vibe for me. And again, a lot of passerbys like to go to that one because yeah. it's just you get you get a decent Disney experience. You know, you don't need the rides, you don't need all the characters and yep. stuff. You just kind of go there. There's restaurant. I really like that dinosaur restaurant there too. Yeah. You ever go to that? They have like yeah, a show. it's like a, it's almost like, they do a, like a meteor shower. And yeah, it's like. Uh, it's the same people that own Rainforest Cafe, yes, but yes. it's just their Rapto or whatever they so call cool. it. So, yeah. so downtown Disney, I adore it. I'm I'm getting the chills just thinking about it because I do yep. want to go back. But uh, that is my number two. We're nice. on to our grand finale, the number one, uh, our number one aspect, part, whatever you want to call it, of Walt Disney World. Maranto. So obviously we're all Star Wars people. Mm-hmm. And um, – so they reopen what they call Galaxy's Edge. A lot of people just call it Star Wars Land, <laughs> um, but it's it's uh, it's supposed to be the fictional city which doesn't exist in canon of Batu or something. Yeah, and it's this amazing, ridiculously sprawling area that's all Star Wars themed, and it is just frigging amazing. 
Like, it, it's just too good. It If they took out a couple things, like very minor little things, you could film a movie there. Really? It's that good. Um, there's a shop area that looks like shops that you would see on Mandalorian or a movie. They're that good. They're not selling like crappy T-shirts. They're selling like weird things that look like Star Wars-y stuff. There's that lightsaber store that you go in and you pick your cyber crystal and everything, and it's like all kinds of other crazy stuff, and it's really expensive, and, and you're getting those legit Star Wars um, lightsaber props. Like, um, you know, like you can get Osoka's blades or you can get whatever you want. Uh, there's restaurants, but you go into these restaurants and they're themed to make you feel like you're at, you know, like it, like like a Tatooine kind of restaurant. Like yeah. You expect it like to be like that, and and you know, and it, even the visuals and the graphics, everything that they do are set up that way. There's a stand where you can buy blue milk, which is hilarious, Very and it's, cool. it's it's a rum drink. You don't have to have alcohol in it. Mine's mine, dude. Uh, but it's blue milk, and it's just basically a smoothie. But it's it's like a but it's it's the blue milk, right? But there's like a droid store, and then there's just things you wander around, and even like the little Coke stand that um, you know, like in the Mandalorian, how the cars move. But there's like a red droid, yeah, like driving it. The red droid's there, and the red droid moves. Like his head's moving, it's making noise, and there's little Star Warsy ships parked all over the place. My only criticize criticism of the whole thing is. For people that don't like the sequels, it's set in that era. Yeah. So there's some criticisms of it because you, it's more about Kylo Ren and the and and that's a whole big controversy that I thank God Christian's not here because then we would he would be you know swearing at me. But it's really good. There's the two main rides: is Rise of the Resistance, which is an amazing ride, but it breaks down a lot, and it it's a very cool long experience. Um, but it's it, it's it's really tricky because it breaks down a lot and it takes a really long time and sometimes the ride the line is two hours sometimes like three hours I've been lucky that I even had to do the two hours with it but it's multiple stages and Rise of the Resistance is really cool because it makes you do a bunch of different things but that's not the one I picked because if you were going to own a spaceship and you could buy it every single person would buy the Millennium Falcon Probably, so yes. smugglers run. The multi, the the Millennium Falcon, you actually get to fly the damn ship. Like you actually fly it. You fly the ship. So That's here's so cool. So we get there. We get there the first day, the first time I go there. This time, and I go through this thing, and you walk through this archway, and then there's a full size, screen accurate, Millennium Falcon sitting there, just parked. So cool. And you're like. And there's video. I have a video of it, like with the kids, where I'm like holding the phone. I'm like, guys, this <laughs> Falcon, Millennium Falcon, right there. Look at Millennium Falcon. You feel like and the kids were, and I was, I was like literally like a little kid. I'm just like shocked how good it is. And then you get in the ride and you kind of walk around and eventually get on, and you see like this whole thing that you're kind of working for the resistance. And there's all again, the queue is amazing because there's things you see and you go through different things. And it's every single thing is like they spent more money in the queue than they would spend on most movies. Like they get made and you're walking through this thing and eventually you get into this thing and you walk through like a they then eventually there's the interactive video where, hey, Chewbacca's there and like, oh, we need you to go and pilot the Millennium Falcon. And I think it's the guy from start from Clone Wars, the bounty hunter guy. Cad Bane? No, not Cad Bane. the, The funny one. Oh, hey, my friends! Like oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's okay. the? Well, I can't think of the character's name, but I think he's the guy that you talk to who tells you, you we're borrowing the Millennium Falcon and go on this trip. So eventually, you walk through this this you know airlock, 
and you realize you're standing in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, God, that's so Like, cool. you see the chessboard. You, see, you can go and sit down at the table where the chessboard is. You can see, like, up on the shelf, the stupid training droid. There's Han Solo's little desk that where he sits and he's like, good against the real, you know, like, whatever his line is there. And then eventually you walk through the curved hallway and you go into the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. There's six chairs. The first two are pilots. The second two are weapons. And the th- third, the fifth and the sixth suck. You're just pressing buttons. They don't do anything. But you literally, if you're in the front two seats, uh, one guy's doing up and down. The other guy's doing left and right. So you literally, if you're screwing around, like you end up hitting the environment as you're flying through. So you're literally flying the Millennium Falcon, and it's doing all this crazy stuff. So it's like Star Tours, but you actually have some control. control. Okay. And the guys behind you are actually firing at things and shooting weapons and stuff and dropping payload or whatever it is. But it, it's so, 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 so well done. Just to be able to walk through like a set of the Millennium Falcon is just freaking amazing. Yeah, I you know, so it's my number to, one so. because again, like, a, it, plus it's a whole buildup because not even the ride, but because of B- Batu and S- Smugglers, you know, like the whole, you know, Disneyland, Disney World, Star Wars Land, right, know, is so freaking amazing. Yeah, I have to see it. My brother and them went. You got to get there. Got, they, yeah. I know. I, yeah, that's why Zach wanted. The, he just we just did the one day because we only had one day. And we said he just wanted to do Star Wars. He didn't even care about the Avatar stuff. He just wanted to see the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, have to. You have to. It's you know. an experience. Uh, I have an idea, and I'm going to pitch it at the end of the show. Okay. All right. Um, so next one. Are, are uh, we going to Disney World? Is uh, that the show? Tri- I, I, I would love that. I would love that. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. It's, it's only another list Forget episode. going to Vegas with the guys. I'll go to Disney World take with that, the guys. Let's take the network on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Studios. Yeah, there, there you go. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Right off the whole thing somehow. That's right. Uh, so my number one, definitely uh, not as cool as, as Star Wars Land, but it's pretty dang cool. I'm going to put uh, the Epcot World Showcase here. Um, I, I didn't – like again, that's something I've appreciated as I was older. Me and the wife did the Beers Around the World deal uh, when, when uh, we went in 2015. We were just dating at that time. So cool to walk around. You go to the different countries um, and, and try. The, sometimes you try the different food. But I, it was like, oh, it's just – you know, we're, we're trying different beer. I had a – a pear, pear, the fruit pear. I say it weird all the time, but a pear bear um, in I can't remember where the heck it was. Um, it might have been England, and there was a grapefruit beer in Germany, and 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 just going around and, and some some of them have like different rides. Like they used to have, I think they updated it since, but the Norway had a ride. You mm-hmm. ride through Norway, and there's a cool little bit. I think they updated it to be like brave themed. Yeah, they did. They did. So um, all sorts of little shows. Like everyone has like. It, really cool interaction. I, I like the uh, Japan one because uh, they have like an anime area, uh, which is oh, really cool. I don't cool. think I realized that. Very yeah, cool. it, it, they have like a shop, like a shop that's like anime based. China oh. is really cool too. They have a mini uh, the, the 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 lost soldier. The, the, the oh god, what were they called? They dug them up like in the nineties. Uh, hmm. All those clay soldiers or whatever they dug right. it. They found it in China. They have like a miniaturized oh, version. They have yeah. so, they have a bunch of displays of that. Uh, Germany has a really, really cool like glassware and like, like jewelry area. Yep. Uh, every section is is stands out so much, and I, I really like it. I, I wish I had more time to like take my time and do it, um, you know, and go and experience that. But best fish and chips I've ever had, uh, like yeah, was, that one was England, that's was in, England in one. Okay, yeah, we sat there. The 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 the, you know, the batter was just perfect. 
it was it was so well done. So um, no, I mean my parents used to when they were older and they would go to Disney and they would mainly spend their time in Epcot. And I and I've only had that a couple experiences where I spent a lot of time in Epcot, where like we, you know my wife and I walked around and went through everything and and. Like I said, we had eight in the one French restaurant. That's a really long French name, and, um, and and but then you know, like go to the go to the UK area, and you know, obviously I'm a huge fan of English soccer, so they'll sell like Arsenal jerseys and stuff. Not that I would buy an Arsenal jersey, but <laughs> they have like all that stuff there. Um, and then just the way they kind of try to recreate like Italy's supposed to look like. Um, I forget which city they're trying to. I don't know. It's not Milan, but like they're trying to recreate yeah. kind of the look of. Of Italy, and you can kind of see these versions of things. And Mexico's even, cool. They got the temple, like yep. the, 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 the temple. But even like the American Experience show, that's like Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain. Yeah, there's that animatronic show that's kind of like a history of America kind of thing, which is kind of like Hall of Presidents, but it's a little bit better. You know, some people like you going there and you warm up and take you know take a nap or something. But I like those shows. I like yeah. Hall of Presidents, and but I and I do. I think Epcot's probably underappreciated because people want thrill rides or thrill yes. things and they are doing that like they they're opening up uh they 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 opened up uh uh the Guardians of the Galaxy ride just like within I haven't been on it yet but I saw them building it um you know the little yellow ships from the first Guardian movie that all link yes there's yes. big ones oh, yeah. outside of the building oh, wow. and that one has a a weird uh new kind of um technology for roller coasters that they're that they invented just for that ride so um, Epcot's definitely with all the other stuff, soaring and the fast track. There's a lot of cool things you can do in, in in Epcot for sure. For sure. So I adore it, and that is my number one. My idea. Okay. All right, and Dan, this this includes you too, of course. Yeah, man. Next month we come back and we convene and we do a we do a list. Okay. All right. We talked about a Star Wars land. Disney's basically you know Disney World is basically Disney Park. Why don't the three of us come together and we bring a top ten entertainment properties that we think would make cool theme parks? Oh, there you Ooh. go. Yeah, because yeah. I just seen, I like I've been seeing pictures and videos of that Super Mario World out yep. in uh, out in California, mm-hmm. and I think they're onto something. It looks great. So why don't we do that? Why don't we make it listception? Oh, yes, I like we'll so a obsession. double list. So okay. we we we. we Ten entertainment properties, and we have let's name like two, let's do two rides. We have to name and come and up imagine, with two, co- two possible experiences that if you were designing the park, two that or would three. Have that, let's do two. Let's know. just do two. Let's do two. Um, two. Yes, a ride name or an experience right. that you would feature. <laughs> this is just going to turn into a whole hour and a half of me being like, "All right, so here's how I do a Batman theme <laughs> <part>. <laughs> You I mean, walk in. I was. I mean, I, it's funny that you brought that up, and I'm sure this will come up when we talk about this. But when Disney bought Marvel, I expected that we were going to get a like a superhero themed park announced by yes, now. yes. And I want, I want that, and I, I think there's still some licensing issues. I think they're waiting for Island of Adventure, like some kind of agreement to expire, and right. then they can take it. Right, because if it, the last time when I was at Universal last year, they still had like the skeletal remains of everything they had had from Marvel, right. that was still kind of Universal property. But still not – like Disney's still just getting their grasp. Like they had all the characters like Spider-Man and I think there was a weird Captain America walking around. All the X-Men were some of the ones. Like right. all the properties that, oh, you haven't totally made the transition of Well, there was a rumor yeah. floating around yeah. that the park that they were new, it was called Heroes and Villains or something like that. And it was going to be like 
one side of the park was going to all be like villain based rides. And then on the right side of the park or the either side of the park was going to be like hero based rides. So cool. And I think that they were going to be like, there'd be like a Darth Vader ride. And then, but then there'd be like a, you know, Magneto ride. Or, I mean, I never heard any themes of the actual rides and the experiences that they wanted to have. But I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's practical from the build for Disney to build another park. Maybe they'll build another extension of yeah, Disney, Disney, you know, Hollywood Studios or something like that. But because they, if it's funny, like the one thing, obviously, because Disney has so much land down there that they still haven't used. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was obviously all kinds of things that were supposed to happen because Epcot was originally supposed to be like a town. Like the the thing when when Walt was still alive, like there was going to they were going to literally build residence. And there is some of that, but not to the level like he wanted to build this, you know, like utopia, this like kind of thing that, you know, like that was going to be real specific. And um, and Epcot was going to be the center of it. Obviously, it didn't really happen. But, you know. So that's a really cool idea. So let's do that in February. Let's I love get it. Together and do it in February, and uh, we'll do lists. You know what? Let's make it three. Let's keep. I always do three. So th- three rides, attractions, whatever that you would do okay. uh, per theme park. But that is it, Mr. Moranto. I was always going to call you Mr. Moranto, Rich Moranto, Moranto. Thank you so much, one for being on and two for hosting us today. No, I really appreciate you know like let me to do this because obviously you know like I, I say it all the time and I'll say it again like I don't think. Um, you know, all the people that are operating here were, you know, you were our, uh, you got me started and I've been able to expand this and that's, that's kind of like my goal here. Like, um, you know, I, we always, we always try, I try to tell everybody when they're, when it's Zach or me or tank, we always try to shout out Matt Johnson, the BICBP radio.com because again, we, we, you know, you let us into your network and, and, you know, we were, we were gifted, uh, easily attracting a lot of listeners every yeah. month, subscribers every month, and it's really, you know... You guys uh, are... You, got, you did the, that yeah. grunt work at the beginning that allowed us to, like... I remember when Christian and I got our first month listeners for Next of Kin, uh, we were like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Like, we there's this many people actually listen to us argue about, like, Avatar? Like, it's cool, right? Like, seriously, like, that's... Right. So, I mean, and, and so we're always... We're very appreciative to everybody who would listen, but anybody would give us a chance to do this, so, you know. No, you get. I mean, you guys, Dan, of course, have all been, like, so easygoing and, and just good. The pe- kind of people that I want a part of the network, you know, we get we get some rascals every now and then um, that kind of got to be shown the door. But you guys have always been, I mean, just super helpful too, right? Taking taking on editing shows, doing your own shows. Dan, you do it for yourself, your brother, and your cousin, and and, and whatnot. And I, I appreciate it. So you guys, just keep both of you just keep doing what you're doing. Of course, and, and I appreciate, yeah. it, even though I don't know how to show it all the time. Know that I appreciate both. No, I think everybody knows how much you you know. Like, yeah, because you're you're super generous to everybody, and we realize that. So we we get it, and we definitely know how and how appreciative you are. I try. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all about the environment you cultivate, and like you definitely show appreciation to the people who deserve for it to be shown to. I feel like, yeah. And like you said, like we do have bad apples every once in a while, but if they're not shown the door, they find it themselves That's most true. of the time. Technically, like. They if if you have a good energy and a good attitude and a positive culture like you know Rich and myself have taken from you going forward, it only creates beautiful things. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, keep it going, fellas. But that is a wrap on this week's episode. Next week, actually, the next two weeks, Dano's got choice. Yeah. So you got to figure it out. We'll we'll see what uh, he decides. We got some time to talk about it. But again, once again, thank you, Rich and Emerge Studios here in Niagara Falls for uh, for hosting us. Uh, Till next time, do you even list?
see it. Yes. 